Good morning and welcome to the second episode of I Have a Confession. And you guys, I have a confession. I literally have no idea what I'm doing when it comes to podcasting. I just downloaded this app and recorded the first episode and uploaded it. I don't know how to edit, even though it says it's really easy to edit. I was like, oh, <laughs> it oh, it is. I was like, I don't know how to edit. So you guys got to hear all the ums and the ahs, and I think I coughed once. So I will try to figure that out. No promises. So I apologize, but um, there you have it. Anyway, this episode I really labored over because I was like, what am I going to talk about? I really, there's so much I want to talk about, like of my personal life and of my spiritual life. And I just, you know, is there a format? I didn't want there to be a format, but I do want there to be a format, but I don't, you know, is there a free form? When I very first started podcasting, I was doing it with my ex-best friend and we had quite a few episodes recorded and it was fun to do it with somebody else. So this is kind of new doing it by myself. I don't have anybody to kind of joke around with and have fun with. So I just kind of have to land all these kind of fun jokes by myself. I guess I think they're fun, but they're really just these like inside jokes that I land by myself and nobody else gets them. Maybe if you get them, that would be kind of funny. Uh, anyways, so I really labored over what to talk about this week. Um, and I was like, well, I guess, you know, I'll just talk about whatever I want to talk about. It doesn't have to be anything structured, you know, because this is my podcast and it, and people will listen if they want to, you know, People, you, you guys will listen if you want to. It doesn't matter. So I think I've mentioned before that my husband is not Catholic and that I am. I am a cradle Catholic. So, and he is, uh, he was raised Christian, but not very much. You know, I think they attended church a couple of times growing up. But that was about the extent of it. So um, we uh, we go to church and he goes through the motions. He does a little bit more now because my son started asking questions of him like, you know, dad, why don't you make the sign of the cross or dad, why don't you kneel or dad, why don't you um say the Our Father or, you know, things like that. And I've noticed lately he has been doing more singing at church and he has been participating a little bit more, but he does kind of go through the motions and, um, it's kind of, I, you know, like, I wish he would come to the dark side already, right? Like, we have cookies and we have awesome traditions, like come to the dark side, you know, Catholicism is great. But if I've learned one thing from one of my favorite saints, St. Monica, it's that you just can't push somebody into religion. And that's the most frustrating part. It's like, I have to have, um, 
patience. And that is not my strong suit is having patience to wait for somebody to come to the religion. It's like, you just have to sit back and you just have to wait for them to decide whether or not they want to participate in, in the religion. And it's so hard. So we go to church, you know, every Sunday and we participate in the first Saturday mass and, you know, we're participating in Lent right now. Happy Lenten season. Uh, and that's all good. You know, he does the things that he's supposed to do or not supposed to do, but he does participate to the extent where, you know, I think he's, I don't know if he's happy doing it, but he is doing it. And he seems to be okay with it, but he's not really like a hundred percent in it with his heart, if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but I just wish he would be more. And I'm sure we all have somebody in our life that we wish would just be more like, you know, care more, do more, be more. Um, so that I, you know, that's about all I have to say on that subject. I just wish he would be, be more Catholic, right? <laughs> but you can't force someone to be more Catholic. I think St. Monica waited like 17 years for her son to return to the religion. And that woman followed him all over the place and prayed and prayed and prayed. And my son and I do have a special prayer that we say every single night for him to, uh, you know, have Jesus prick his heart to find him and come to see that, you know, please come and find the Lord and, and come be with us. Uh, so we do say this prayer every single night and hope that it works, you know, but that's all that we can do. So. Uh, but, you know, it's just have patience, have patience and don't push them. You just can't push them. Otherwise, things have been going really well. Um, we did, we have been doing some work around our house. Um, we did, we have been, so we have been rocking this part of our garage we had a carport, right? So on our carport, we had a um, tarp, this lovely tarp that was our garage door for the longest time. Um, so we finally got our garage door in, but for the longest time we had this tarp hanging and it used to give me like severe anxiety to leave my house anytime we had to leave because we have stuff in our garage and my husband has like a motorcycle, like a dirt bike. And I would just have so much anxiety that somebody would come and like cut the tarp and steal his motorbike or whatever. And, um, I never wanted to leave the house because I was afraid somebody would steal stuff out of our garage. And it's, it's not that we live in a sketchy neighborhood, but there are some sketchy parts to our neighborhood. Like we live behind a mobile home park that is not exactly fantastic. And uh, we have been warned by our neighbors that there are, <laughs> that there is, and this is the word that they used, riffraff around here. 
<laughs> which I thought was funny that they used the word riffraff. So um, we were warned. So anytime we've had to leave, I've always just been like, oh God, the riffraff's going to come around and surf through our stuff. So we had a contractor come in. Uh, well, at first we had to have the garage door company come up and that took them forever to come up and see the garage door opening and uh, get the, the measurements and tell us what they needed. And they were like, oh, we need you to build it in, you know, eight by 10. And so we had to build in the garage door eight by 10. And then it took us a long time because like I said, we live an hour out of town and um, nobody, literally nobody comes up here. Like we live in the mountains. So like nobody comes up here from the valley. So we had to try and find somebody who lived up here to a contractor to come to our house and build. So I finally found somebody to come and build the um, garage door out. And uh, so the guy comes and he builds the garage door out. And this was like in the beginning of February. And so then the garage door people come out again, uh, late February, kind, well, kind of in the middle of February. And they're like, yeah, we still need you to do this little bit here. And I'm like, are you kidding me? We just, you know, had all this work done. So we call the contractor again and we're like, yep, we need you to do a little bit more work. So the contractor comes over and he does some more work on the top of the house. And then we call the garage door company again and it takes them another week or two to get out here. And then they look at the door and they're like, yep, everything's good. And then they wait another week or two. And then they finally come out and install the garage door. So we now have a garage door on our house. And it's probably like, I don't know if when you wait around for something so long, you're like, is it is it so beautiful or so amazing because you've waited so long? Or is it so amazing because it's amazing, right? So I'm looking at the garage door and I'm like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. But I'm, now I'm like, is it amazing because I've waited three months for the garage door or and like the, the amount of relief I feel is amazing or is it amazing because it's actually amazing and there's a garage door on my house, right? We'll never know because there's just a garage door on the house and now the amount of relief I feel is amazing. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, it's amazing either way. And now I have a garage door in my house. But let me tell you, it was crazy. So I uh, am happy about that. And that was great. So um, like I said, since we live in the mountains and nobody comes up here from the valley to do anything, um, it makes it really hard to get people to come out and work on your house. So that is kind of a challenge. And I did not know that when we bought a house up here, which was kind of unfortunate. And um, excuse me. So it was kind of unfortunate. So when we moved in, uh, we had to replace like the water heater, the toilet, the dishwasher. And uh, I think we replaced the bathroom vanity, which had a little bit of plumbing to go along with it. And my husband who is very, uh, not, I mean, he's okay. He's not a handyman, 
But that guy, like, stepped up tenfold and put in the water heater. He put in the dishwasher. He installed the toilet. He installed the bathroom vanity and all of the plumbing that went with it. He installed all, he installed the washer dryer. I mean, he saved us so much money. I couldn't be more prouder of my husband for doing such a great job. And really like when he, when, when we first moved in, I was like, no, I'll just call a plumber to come up and install the dishwasher because when we looked at that job, I was like, I don't know if you can do this. And he was like, well, no, I can do it. And I was like, no, I don't know. I'm like, it's electrical. It's big job. And then when I started trying to call around and get plumbers to actually come up here, they wanted tons of money just to drive out to our house, like hundreds of dollars just to come out to the house. And so my husband was like, no, I will do it. And I was like, okay. So, but my husband did it and it was totally amazing. And so like now I have this beautiful dishwasher and it's amazing, right? So it it was great. And my husband is so handy and I'm just so blessed to have this amazing guy around my house who does all of this cool stuff. So I I don't know what I would do without him. So I know that he does not go to church. I mean, he does go to church and he does go through the motions. And I know like waiting for him to actually like step into the faith is mildly irritating, but he is handy for a few things around the house. And I should be thankful that, you know, he is at least giving it the old college try. And he has told me that he will come to the faith on his own. He has said that to me in the past. And of course, I'm like thinking to myself, well, what does that look like for you? You know, but then I have to think to myself, what did it look like for me when I came back to the faith on my own? And of course, we talked about that in the first episode. It was when I was watching a lot of Dairy Girls. It was like I was watching a television show. But then again, I had a different experience with it. I was raised in it. so. Um, it was just a different experience for me and he's never been, you know, he wasn't raised in it, so he doesn't know. So what he knows is everything that I'm showing him and teaching him. So as I've read in the past and as I've experienced and have been taught, you know, if you live like Jesus and you, um, the more that you live like Jesus, the more the I think it's like the more the people around you want, the more that you emulate him and the more that you, um, yeah, excuse me, the more that you emulate him, the more the people around you want to come and be like him and be around you and be, and be like you and be like him. I think that's how that goes. Right. So, you know, I've never been a good shepherd. Like I went to a church one time. Um, a Baptist church actually for a while. And one of the, um, uh, one of the sermons I remember was they talked about going out and being a shepherd. And if there's one thing that I am not good at, it's being a shepherd, which is like where you go out and try to, you know, talk to people about Jesus and like educate people on, you know, 
that type of thing. And I am just not good at it. First of all, like I feel awkward when I try to talk to people about Jesus because I love Jesus and I think he's great and I don't understand why people don't feel the same way. And but like I had a bad reaction from my ex-best friend when I told her that I was going to pursue my faith and, you know, go back to my religion. She told me that she thought religion was for weak minded people and that really offended me. And it caused us to, it drove like a nail between us. It like caused a serious rift. And uh, I felt really bad that that had done that. And um, part, you know, I just, I had to get away from her and from that thinking. And I believe that I'm better off for it. But I feel like I just... I was just not meant for that type of thing. I just was not meant to be a shepherd. And I try really hard to just emulate Jesus. And I try to be a good person. And I try to live out, you know, what I what I believe his teachings are and what I believe, you know, the Bible says. And I try to be a good person and all that stuff. And um, I just hope that my example brings my husband closer to God and brings him to the faith, right? Because that's what the goal truly is. That's what I really want for him. So that's what I'm trying to do. But let me tell you, it is truly annoying that he goes to church and goes through the motions and does not participate in the faith. So annoying. But it's okay, right? At least he's going. And the other day we went to the first Saturday mass and I did notice that he was kneeling, um, at the mass and, uh, he's done it a little bit before he hasn't really done it a lot. And, um, I, that was the first time that I noticed that he was actually like sit, stand, kneel, sit, stand, kneel, like really participating in the mass. And I don't know if you've ever been to the first Saturday Mass, but it's all done in Latin. And it's this is the second Saturday Mass that we've ever been to. And uh, so we do a lot of like looking around to see what everybody else is doing, because obviously we don't speak Latin, so we don't really know what's going on. And so um, we're like, you know, looking around to see what everybody else is doing. And so he was really participating and I was very proud of him. So I don't know, he might... He might be there, but we don't know. We'll see. Anyways, thank you guys for joining me on the second episode of um, I Have a Confession. And I hope that there will be more episodes coming soon. Anyways, I hope you guys have a great day. I'll have a great day too. Pray for me and I'll pray for you. Have a great day. <laughs>